Welcome back. Deck Hockey Focus here checking in. Summer is rapidly approaching. It is. And so is our favorite time of the year. It, uh, it's time for us to start our uh, our USA coverage for the three-on-three, uh, the young kids, the the men's, the women's, everything. So this is going to start off. We've got a handful of interviews coming out uh, with not only some young guys, but uh, some of the older guys as well. And yep. So we're going to lead with our star here today. Absolutely. So we got a big name on the phone, Jack. Who do we have? Uh, we have Nick Carter uh, coming in for Mass. Nick, how's it going, buddy? What's going on? How are we doing? Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. So you're, uh, you are one of the uh, captains of the men's team coming up, playing uh, in the five-on-fives there over in Slovakia coming up. But uh, before we dive too much into the patriotic side of things, <laughs> let's get to know you a little bit better. How did you get your start with the game of ball hockey? Did you grow up playing ice? Are you a multi-sport guy? And what sort of led you to, I guess, playing the high level of, of ball hockey? Yeah, so I mean, I started pretty much as just every other kid. Got put on skates at like two, three years old. Always grew up playing ice hockey. Um, then come the summer times when we didn't have ice time, I mean, got thrown on a rink and start stick hand with a ball. So, I mean, that's how everyone, every kid pretty much grew up, uh, especially in the street, in the old school. Um, but it's... From there, I mean, growing up, started playing competitively, like eight, nine years old, travel teams, travel all across the country, whatnot. Um, then building up through high school, playing football, hockey, lacrosse, and then going to college for ice hockey, roller hockey. So continued that throughout college and then uh, just continuing playing ball hockey year round. I mean, just Lemister is a big hub for that. So get to play all the time. So it's great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you have represented uh, Team USA in the past, correct? So tell us maybe about how that jumping off point came the first time you actually got to represent, uh, I guess it was probably juniors. Yeah, so uh, 2010, uh, we actually went to Austria, which was amazing. I mean, it was it was um, a good starting point for us. I mean, we didn't have, we didn't have um, I guess, a lot of uh, structure on that one, but it was it was like the first time of us all coming together. I mean, we knew who each other were, especially for guys that were on the team. Um, so, but it was definitely a different world because I think that was like the first time we really even played ball hockey. So we're always because we're always used to deck hockey. So mm-hmm. um, there's slight rule changes there, but playing ball hockey and then especially just playing against the different styles, like the European style over there, it's totally different than what we were used to. Um, I mean, in that first one, 2010. We uh, actually lost in the bronze medal game in a shootout, uh, so it was a tough loss. But I mean, in 2012 in Czech Republic, we actually beat the same team in uh, for the bronze medal game. So nice. got some little revenge there. But and then uh, going forward, yeah, and then going forward uh, to the men's team in 2013, and then 2017, two years ago. Nice. So outside of Slovakia coming up at the end of the month, the three-on-three U19, U17 is actually going to Montreal to play as well. With this coming in your fifth, you know, time wearing the Team USA jersey, do you have any advice for these kids on what they can expect or, you know, what they should anticipate yeah, playing the on the world stage? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely you're you're never gonna be able to fully prepare for it. I mean, it's it's always the hype is is so real there. I mean, even especially when they have fans there. I mean, playing in like these tournaments, you never really play in front of thousands of fans, and then going there and seeing that. I mean, it, it's surreal. Like you're you feel like a professional over there. So it's definitely a different style and um, you get the nerves out in the first few shifts. But I mean, just if you keep playing your game and keep going at it, I mean, it's, it's the funnest, it's the funnest time ever. You know, we all have a blast. So 
Well, that's fantastic. It's great to see the game grow, and it seems like we got a lot of good uh, young guys coming up that are going to be eventually uh, wearing these guys' hand-me-down jerseys for <laughs> oh, the yeah. big boys oh, yeah. there. But uh, so you're you're a big uh, strength and conditioning guy. I'm sure that's something that you've you know brought to your play. As we do see, it gets quite physical there, and that's something that we maybe tell the young guys that you know there's no substitute for hard work in the gym. But can you speak maybe a little bit to some of the off-ice training things or or some things that you guys have going on there? Because I know that you're you're pretty heavily involved in that correct yeah so uh me and um jason daly who was actually out of uh, robert morris university he helped put together a strength conditioning program for our team uh just doing like off-ice workouts obviously in the gym uh, and it was i think it was like a three or four month program so we've had it for a good amount of time but just getting them in that high intensity shape i mean again like you said i can't you can't really prepare for what's going to come over there but i mean just to get your body in the best shape as you possibly can um, especially conditioning wise, that high intensity. Um, so it's just, it's just mentally and physically preparing. And once, once we got that going, I mean, a lot of the guys started to follow it. So, and yeah, we'll see how it goes over there. Well, it's all about preparation, right? So yeah, as individuals, you um, you know, you're talking about the gym workouts and having that uh, fitness plan coming in, but as a team, what's kind of been the preparation to prepare? I would say focus on speed i mean we're definitely not going to be the biggest team there but we're certainly going to be the fastest team so i mean we have a lot of we have a lot of younger guys on the team this year and we are going to bring a lot of speed to that tournament so focusing on that and i think i think we'll do pretty good i like it so just as a quick background and your experience with the men's level um in 2015 usa brought home a silver 2017 was a fifth place what are you looking forward to do in 2019? Well, for gold. I mean, that's, that's our, that's our mentality. I mean, that's what every team is going for. So mm-hmm. uh, you can't really say otherwise, but I mean, that's, that's what we're going to, we're going to take it game by, uh, day by day, game by game. I mean, we got a tough first two matchups, but um, I mean, that's, that's how you win those tournaments. So we got to take it from game one. Well, and speaking of those matchups, what uh, are there any teams that you guys are maybe going to see again that you've seen in the past that you can maybe prepare for and say, you know, we did this well last year, or maybe, uh, you know, we, we need to contain their offense, something like that. If, if you're seeing Canada for another time, or I know you guys have, have played Greece and a number of other teams there, but uh, are there any going to be familiar faces that you guys maybe have a chip on your shoulder and, and getting kind of hyped up for? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we play – the Czechs. I mean, that was, we had a huge game against them two years ago. Um, And then the Slovaks, I mean, that's, that's our first two matchups. So those are the one, two punch right there. So especially I know the guys that were on the team in 2015 want some revenge. Um, So we'll definitely be bringing that for them. But uh, after that, I mean, we have Finland who we've never really played before. So be interesting to see how that goes. But um, like I said, just got to take it game by game and take it from there. Well, we'll be uh, definitely tuning in. We'll be rooting you guys on, and uh, we have high expectations, but I think you guys are more than capable. But before we let you go, we've got two questions for you. (laughs) First, we need a prediction because we see that jersey on the back wall. We need a prediction for the Stanley Cup. Who's going to win? How many games? And then we need to know, uh, I guess you already mentioned uh, the gold for the USA, so we can probably let you pass on that (laughs) one. But how's it looking for the Stanley Cup? Well, I I got Bruins in, what, five? So they can take it at home. <laughs> I like that. We, we, let, we let St. Louis win one so that they can win it at home. So 
Right. Well, you have to. It's good for the TV. It's good for morale. I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. We do appreciate you stopping in. Uh, like I said, we were going to have periodically more interviews with maybe some of the young guys, maybe mm-hmm. some of the coaching staff. We'll kind of see how things shake out. But we're really going to pick up the uh, USA coverage there uh, as we lead into, I guess, uh, what do we have? Uh, Montreal, Montreal, and Montreal and Kojica, Slovakia, right. Montreal. We have U19, U17, three on three. And then in Slovakia, we have the men's and women's five on five. Yep. So stay tuned to Deck Hockey Focus. We're going to have tons and tons of USA coverage. We're going to be your number one source for all of that stuff. So stay tuned.